Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. Last week on the Mikey Betts Show. I told my fiance, I, you know I will never cheat on you because I'm a Bears fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> loyal to a I team. I have been loyal to this stupid ass team. You know, there's people that, ah, fuck it, I'm going to the Packers, right? <laughs> no matter what you do, I will stick with it because I'm a fucking Bears fan. That's true. We need to we need to hit Mari up and see, like, Bears fans probably. Godfather, Mike. All right, guys, welcome back to the Mikey Bet Show, where uh, we're going to have a pretty good one. We're going to be talking about a lot of betting. We're going to be having a guest on the show. His name is Badge, a.k.a. Ryan Bagley, uh, from the Barfly Tailgate, which is part of the Barroom Network. Um, and yeah, we're just going to get into it. We're going to talk about football, basketball, bullshit, and all of that stuff. Right now, I have my co-host with me, Jeff and Elliot. What's up, guys? Yo, what's up? So, let's first, uh, how, uh, how was your weekend, Jeff? I heard you went to a nice little wedding. Yeah, I had my boy Cleo's wedding. Shout out to Cleo and Rashawn. Uh, St. Louis, so I took the train. It was a lot of work to get there, a lot of work to get back. Uh, Six-hour train ride. Two different hotels I had to check into, check out of. But, you know, traveling's a pain in the ass. We all know that when you're doing shit. But the train was just ridiculous coming back. How is it a six-hour train? Uh, the stops take long sometimes. Like, oh, it's yeah. it's a five-hour. But we stopped in Springfield on the way back last night for an hour. I'm like, why are we sitting here an hour, dude? Like, it's it's the middle of the night. Let's go. And what is there to do in Springfield? Not, like, you don't get off the train. Oh, okay. They just yeah, happen yeah, to yeah. stop. Well, yeah. Sorry, it's a blonde an hour right yeah. there for me. Sorry, It's very annoying. Everyone's like, let's let's go. That, <laughs> that's actually not a bad trip, though, or bad train ride. Because if you drive, it's around a seven-hour, six-and-a-half-hour uh, drive. At least this time, you can just you know, pass out, do whatever you got to do. Well, that sounds miserable coming home after a wedding. I sat next to a kid, and I was snoring. I kept falling asleep. Dude. 
that was, that was, was, like, was I snoring? He's like, yeah. I'm like, my bad, kid. Yeah. <laughs> he was, I mean, he's a kid. He can't say anything. That was the first thing I thought of was that you probably kept the entire train car up just snoring yeah. your ass off. <laughs> but I was like, when I snore and I like know people around, I like wake up. So I'm like, huh? Oh, what? Yeah, Acting yeah, like fine, I wasn't snoring? Yeah. <laughs> and people are just looking at me? Yeah. So did you get fucked up at the wedding, though? Outrageously fucked up at the wedding, yes. I don't think there's there's a wedding I've ever been to that it wasn't, like, fucked up or, like, just gone with the wind. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what happened? We. My plan was to take the train at 4.30 in the morning originally. Okay. So I'm like, I'm not going to drink that much because I did this for the bachelor party. Yeah. Terrible plan. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Terrible plan. <laughs> at the wedding, I'm like, I'm going to take it easy. I didn't drink during the day, you know, like, because I, I stood up in the wedding. Right. You know, we usually drink during the day, yeah. all the weddings I've been in. Then I changed my yeah. train ticket. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just, let's drink. It's time to drink. I'm not taking the train at 430 again this time. So we just start doing tequila nice and early, just ripping shots. The best man was like MIA. So what? he was like, he didn't come to like the room, you know, and like help out do all that stuff he wasn't with us the night before was his girl there the, he's from st louis yeah like his family he was there with his family and all that oh okay so i'm just like where, where are you though this is like you're you're the best man at his wedding yeah so like me and the college guys took my buddy out we went out the night before we went to breakfast in the morning drank in the morning all that stuff how's the best man not there that's like you should be automatically right. suspended you should be shot on site, actually. I just don't understand that. And I don't know him. I would have called him out like yeah. he's one of our boys. Yeah. But I didn't know the guy, you know, just somebody I barely met at the bachelor party. But my I mean, buddy, it was good. My buddy who was going to be, he's going to be the best man in my wedding. Um, he always like, I don't know. He just, he's a funny ass dude. His name's Gunther. Shout out Gunther. Um, I've known him since I was a kid, but I, we're talking about going out of state doing something fucking crazy for it. And everyone's like, no, man, all he's going to do is you guys are going to be smoking in the garage. Um, and it's just like it's just funny because he's like all hyped up and it's probably going to be nothing. So um, hopefully we go out of state, but we'll see how it goes. Shout out Gunther, make make sure that bachelor party is pretty good. You know, I don't want nothing nothing tiny. <laughs> so, you're on notice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you're on notice. You well, better he, be listening to the show he, too. He was like, yeah, he was right? like, bro, we're gonna do Hawaii, and I was like, all right, definitely not doing Hawaii, bro. No. You know, and he's like, all right, we'll do we'll do wherever. Whatever you say, if, if it's just us two that can fuck, I said, no, then that's going to be kind of weird. Let's have a big group. Let's go to, like, Arizona or something. Let's do something wild. So so nice and easy. I mean, for uh, for Joey, our buddy Joey's getting married here. He's getting married in Arizona. We're, they were trying to do Alabama. Colt's idea was go to Alabama. Everybody shot that down. We're going to Nashville. So, I mean, Nashville, nice, easy ride. A lot of stuff to do out there. If you can golf, you can hang out. There's bars. There's a lot of stuff to do. It's a ten hour ride. I feel like that's not a ten hour ride. Ten hour ride. I know yeah. what it's no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I went. It was ten hours, dude. I'm, I'm GPSing this right now. Where all the bachelorettes go for, for you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't want to be a dick, but whatever. Um, that's where the bachelorettes go for every single, you know, bachelorette party, obviously. So. We got a buddy out there. He's got a, he, he runs a bar. He kind of runs the city. So it should be a good one. We'll see how it goes. Um, plus, I mean, golf, good weather. This is not 10 hours away. For some reason, the GPS is not picking this up. This is 10 hours Nashville? away. Nashville's seven and a half hours away. Get out of here, dude. Really? Yeah. It's maybe six if you, if you drive fast. You know, it's not that far. I thought this was like Wisconsin. We throw no, not Wisconsin. <laughs> Maybe Rylander, Wisconsin. We took a huge north. truck with like eight people in it. I mean, that probably slowed us down. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's not a close trip. No, not at all. I'm I mean, not very well traveled. I'm I mean, not very well traveled. So I'm Shout- a four-hour guy. Wow, this is eight hours away. Shout out Chris, the producer. That's where uh, 
we used to go to Bonnaroo all the time. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Bonnaroo. It's basically like a, a festival yeah. for for hippies, right? Um, we went to Nashville, I think two or three times, bro. Every single time, I don't think I remember a night. Um, I remember, shout out Chris. He fucking he passed out at like nine a.m. or nine p.m. He's like, we all went out to party. He's like, yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna call it call it quits tonight. Him, Alex, and a bunch of other guys stayed home, got to enjoy the hotel. Well, that's cool. Who got that touchdown ring? A second one. JD McKissick is just killing it, bro. Can you give the ball to Antonio Gibson? He's putting in all the work. Obviously, we're recording Monday. You'll yeah. hear this later in the week, though. But so, uh, if you're watching this, JD McKissick already has two touchdowns, which is uh, awesome. If Except you guys, if you have him on your bench. Yeah, unless you have him on your bench. And you started Najee Harris and Aaron Jones, who did nothing. Huh. So I assume that's what you did, huh? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. No, guys, I'm very sore. Shout out to you guys for keeping me accountable and uh, making me go to basketball in the mornings. But I'm fucking sore. How was that this morning? I uh, I put up like 33, um, 16 boards, and I think... 12 steals? I don't remember, though. <laughs> 12 I, I steals. It's blurry in my head. Mikey is good on D, though. I mean, dude, he's an effort guy. Like, he puts in the effort. He gets his rebounds. He's boxing out. He's playing D. Got to work on that jumper, though. I think, no joke, I think he had three air balls. Uh, they were passes that you didn't catch. But, yeah, let's call them air balls. <laughs> three air balls. It's <laughs> exactly what I would have said. Yeah. <laughs> nice Every time I knew I was doing up an air ball, I'd say, pass, pass. But not not today. That They were all air balls. I thought he was doing an alley-oop off the backboard for a second. <laughs> but that was just a failed layup attempt. But... Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I can hit it off hard as hell. You know what? You know, I if I was a jerk, I would talk about Elliot's bad passes that he's passed to me that one right between the legs but I'm not I'm not going to do that because I'm a good guy good oh, guys no. would never do that if you know me you know I just I throw the ball away non-stop I take chances some days I have good days I get a lot of assists but most days I have a lot of turnovers you're what the um, what every single commentator calls every white guy that plays really good defense and gets steals is scrappy you're a very scrappy, scrappy very <laughs> scrappy player. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he, he always fights. He's nitty-gritty. What else do they call them? Workhorses. Gym rats. Gym rats, you know yeah. Like, oh, this gym rat, you know? So I basically uh, compared myself to Alex Caruso. I'm literally the guy that will go out there. I'll give 110%. I'll hustle hard. I'll occasionally contribute on offense. But majority of the time, I'm just making the smart plays, trying to get other people involved. Terrible and, comparison. You're no, more like Lonzo. Because you can't jump. I mean, Lonzo can dunk, too. You don't jump. Caruso doesn't pass, and he doesn't shoot threes. Lonzo shoots threes, plays D, and passes. That's uh, exactly what you do. All right. I'll, yeah, dude, I'm, I appreciate that. that. That's a compliment right there. I'll I'm take Lonzo. I'm more like a Mike Bibby kind of player when I think of Elliott playing basketball. I think I'm more of like Mike Bibby. Just, you know, if I got to chuck up a three, I could shoot one, but I'd rather shoot him in practice. I'll pass the ball during the – you know what I'm saying? He went like five for five shooting threes, like – not in the game. And then when it was time to play the game, he didn't take a three. And I was like, why is this guy not shooting threes? Dude, I am. That's the one thing I will say. Yes. That's that's the one thing I will say. I'm probably one of the greatest practice shooters of all time. That's badass. But then when I get in the game, completely different. That's why I do. I I respect shooters so much because – Dude, it's it's a big difference. Granted, we're playing men's league, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. big difference shooting in the game than it is just shooting in practice. I kind of like how this is going. I, I'm gonna t- we're gonna take a turn here, and instead of talking about football and recapping football, we can talk about basketball first, since we're talking basketball. Uh, speaking of guys that can shoot, I want to talk about Steph Curry. I feel like this is like the 13th year in a row that everyone's like, yeah, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry. 
is the greatest basketball player I've ever seen that's under six foot four. The shots he makes are outrageous. Like people can't even get those shots up. And it's just a little flick of the wrist and he's thirty seven feet away from the basket. He teed up a ref after getting teed up. You like balls, bro. I, I don't know I don't know what else to say. I mean that was I mean understandable If you saw that foul, all body, the guy was moving with yeah, him, it was threw goofy. him to the side. It was goofy. Yeah, but you know what? I think Steph Curry, uh, if you put him in talks for MVP right now, I think he's the MVP right now. What do you guys have as the MVP? So what's funny is my favorite player in the league, I guess, besides my boy LaMelo up here, is Kevin Durant. So okay. I was seeing earlier today, it was like trending, it was everywhere. Him and Steph have the exact same points in the exact same amount of games this year, which is crazy because Steph's the MVP, but no one likes KD, so he gets no talk. And he obviously has better stats than Steph overall. Steph's team's better, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're averaging the same amount of points, have the same amount. Um, I would put KD in, as my MVP just to go against Steph, you know, so in this KD, situation. So KD isn't washed? No. No, no not at all. Not this at amazing all. season Steph's having, KD's doing the same thing on 13% shooting better. Like he's, he's shooting 56%. Also, yeah, he's yeah. seven feet tall. Yeah. Like, also, you know what I'm saying? He, had, he lied about that, right? He, he said he was like 6'8", six, 6'10". Six, he's been lying about it since he's been at Texas. Yeah, he's, he's been trying to make himself shorter for years. Which is so cr- tall. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, oh. They showed a picture, I'll never forget, when you know KD was saying he's like 6'9", six, 6'10", six, and he was standing next to DeMarcus Cousins, who is 6'10", <laughs> yeah. yeah. and he was a clear 2 to 3 inches taller than him. And DeAndre Jordan was yeah. that, <laughs> that Olympic picture. And he was right next Yeah, he was like, he's just seeing eye to eye with him. DeAndre looked like a guard next to him. Yeah. He was bad. Dude, the one thing I do love about Steph, though, and, I mean, to Jeff's point, I feel like Durant's season is getting, you know, overlooked. And the reason – I have a future on Giannis to win MVP, which is not looking very good because the NBA historically has given it to the best player on the team with the best record. But they're um, coming back, bro. They they might have the best record. Oh, no, never mind. Golden State's 18-2. and two. Oh, no, Golden yeah, State's rolling right now. Right now. Uh, but, dude, Steph, probably the most underrated – Point or, or, or you know, I would say you know, uh, low post score, not low post, but I mean, I mean, he finishes in the paint. Yeah, he takes to the hole. I mean, he ha- he's crafty around the bucket. You know, I know he's known for just knocking down deep threes, but dude, he puts pressure on the defense by drawing everybody into the lane where he can finish, or he's just dishing out, getting people involved. It's crazy. The guys he's playing with, they're good, whatever, but they're not stars. So it's like you're not, he's not playing with KD and Clay anymore. Clay Thompson mm-hmm. is not even like yeah. you know what I'm saying. He's on the bench, and this guy's going, taking this team 18 and two. Jordan Poole right. and uh, Wiseman's out. Yep. Who's he taking these guys with? Yeah, it's just him. I don't think Draymond's good. But it's him, Draymond. Draymond's not good if you look at stats, but if you look at like how a player a plays, this guy is a he's a menace. You know, he he has like Joakim Noah vibes. That's accepts. He's not. very good, but I don't think he's a. Hall of Fame all time like that. Player. You don't think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame? No, I don't think he should be. Draymond Green be. will be a Hall he of Famer, one hundred and ten percent. I don't yeah. think he should be. And I think that yeah, he will definitely have his jerseys in the Raptors. Nobody's going to be wearing Golden State for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, dude, we talked about this before on another podcast. Uh, the the Basketball Hall of Fame is very watered down. So just based right. on the fact that he already has those ships, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he should be. I'm a huge Draymond guy though, because those are the type of guys. Guys, like we were talking about myself earlier that you know they don't show up in the stat sheet but dude he just disrupts the game mm-hmm. and he just you know he, he gets people going because he holds people accountable um 
But, I mean, to your point, with having nobody, I mean, Draymond, again, he's not going to jump off the page. Andrew Wiggins is playing, you know, lights out. Kevin Looney just playing great. Like, I feel like Steph just raises all these people's abilities just because they know, at the end of the day, they know, you know, if I play my game, I play hard. I play well. I play smart. Steph's going to do something crazy, and we're going to get a win. It's like watching Iverson in 2001 when he's just taking this team to – Can't be stopped. Yeah, can't be stopped until he gets to the finals. But it's just like the fact that you took your team to the finals with who, what – Who's on the you know Aaron McKee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> name yeah, name like it's just impossible to even have that. Eric Snow was there. Eric Snow. Yeah, Snow was there as a point guard. Remember yeah. when he went to the Cavs too to help LeBron win a championship? Uh, nope. How did that uh, one go? Uh shout out uh Hayworth though, just bought the the answers. So, oh yeah, he, he just he just texted me today. He's like, dude, just bought the answers. Got to get some new hooping shoes. So I, I actually might buy those because I just uh, tore up my J kids today, ripped the sole off. I had to bust out the D Rose, uh, the original D Roses. They were. Those are my favorite basketball shoes of all time. To, yeah, my fiance, shout out Kayla, she got them for me, and Lonzo just hit a three. Uh, she got them for me for Christmas last year, and I wanted the original ones, but she got me the gray ones. So I'm not gonna say no, but. I'm a T Mac T Mac fan, so I was a T Mac shoe guy. So right before Derrick Rose, yeah, it was yeah. the T Mac, the same shoes. T Mac and D Rose kind of had the same kind of career. Yeah, should have been. In, I mean, Derrick Dar- Rose was MVP. Yeah, T Mac could have got one in there at some point. The 13 points in what was it? 11 points in 13 seconds, right? Yeah. So right when right when uh, Jeff just said T Mac back in the day, I just mentioned Hayworth bought the AIs and he was like, "Oh, those were nasty as fuck, just like the T Mac twos back in the day." <laughs> T Mac twos, shoot. Yeah. When you said menace, Draymond, Steph's a menace on offense. That's why these guys play so good. Right. Mm-hmm. The, his ability makes everyone just anxious on defense. Like they're mm-hmm. chasing him around. You can't give him any space, obviously. Yep. So everybody's looking at him, and then their ball movement is so good. That's why they were great. You know when they're winning championships their ball movement and him make it just impossible to guard the movement that they do i mean he's 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 an all-time great he, the stuff he does outside of the stats as well mm-hmm. you just you have to watch the game to see it and it's 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 amazing what he does that's actually a great point i mean the ball movement in golden state that's why in my opinion they're the most fun team to watch and then especially when you throw clay in the mix i'm so excited to watch them back with that core because they're just unselfish. They don't have KD to rely on just, you know, give them the ball and get out of the way. They actually have to work together to get buckets. So let me ask you this right now. I know it's early. I know the NBA season technically shouldn't start until, you know, Christmas. But I'm looking at the Western Conference right now. You're seeing the Suns at two and the Warriors at number one. I think that's definitely a potential Western Conference Finals. I think that's that would be what the fans want. It probably won't be, but that's what the fans would want. Who wins that game? You know, if, if Clay's back, there's a chance that that's Golden a State. Yeah, that's a series. That's a nice series. That's a series. That's like a that's a Kobe Sun series, a Lakers Sun series. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's going to be a good one. But I don't know because you got Chris Paul, lockdown defense, versus Steph Curry, who he has trouble guarding anyways. Regardless, yeah. those those Chris Paul Steph Curry games are always great. So you're going to have that. Uh, I can't wait for this regular season matchup, but if, if we get a playoff game with them or a series, that'd be fucking great. I think Steph always has his number, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steph always, seems to yeah, always every kill single him. time. I mean, Chris Paul's a little older and all, but they match up like you got Clay and you got Book, you got Steph, you got Paul, you got Wiseman, you got Aiton. Like they got, dude. I really wanted got a good series. I there. really wanted fucking Chris Paul to get a ring this last year, but I, I'm 
I didn't go for the Bucks because I'm sorry, but I'm a Bulls fan. Central Division can't do it. Couldn't be me. So I had to go with the Suns. Also, not a Chris Paul fan at all. So I, was I know you hate Chris Paul. I do. Hate what him. is your What is your irrational hate? I'm loyal, man. I mean, back in the day, it was him or Darren Williams. Oh, so it was yeah. better. I like yeah. Darren Williams. I just I just never liked Chris Paul really. Darren Williams was a stud for like five years, yeah. like just a, like unstoppable. And it was cool as fuck because he was from Illinois, you know. And then he just fell off. Yeah, he as, fell soon off as, he, hard. as soon as he got <laughs> traded from the to the Nets, it was just it was just right. He got traded to the Nets. Yeah, yeah, he went to the Nets. Yeah, he went straight downhill right after that because he was having a sloppy year in the Jazz. And then he, I guess he got traded when he was working out. I remember that. That's how the NBA is, though. It's all about where you're at, the scenario, where you know what type of position your coaches and you know the organization puts you in. Well, why wouldn't it be right? You got the NFL. The NFL waits and waits and waits until it's too late. NHL hockey, they wait, wait, wait to it too late. I mean, look, you can see that with the Blackhawks right now. I know we don't talk hockey here, but uh, even with the Cubs, baseball, wait, 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 wait. You don't trade any of your assets till it's too late. You can barely get anything for them, mm-hmm. and now here you are. And rebuilding mode. So, yeah, but then when you saw D. Will on the Cavs, I mean, that was like a, all right, he's a little past his prime. We we might have to do away with Those this guy. Those were so sad. Remember, it was it was D. Will on the Cavs, and then the next year to take D. Will's spot, it was D. Rose. Yeah, Remember man. that? That just it was so miserable. They had it Andy Wade, Andy Rose, all in that same year. Why does LeBron do that? Why does he get like the oldest fucking people in the world? That's why he can't be a GM when he's older. He's gonna just oh sign everybody from two thousand eight who used to be good. They'll, <laughs> they'll have it in them. You but everyone will want to play for him though. Everybody will who LeBron when he's a GM if he who they thought that for Jordan. Who went to Charlotte? Who still wants to Charlotte? We got finally sure. Lamelo is bringing them to to light. Finally. Yeah. When's the last time they were in the playoffs? Besides Chris Paul. I mean, that's the classic right. thing. Like you look at you look at all the greats. I mean, they just don't know how to coach. They don't know how to be a GM because to them the game came very easy. Like they worked hard, but right. they didn't see those in little intangibles. Well, yeah, they're like, that just you do need. this, just score, just do it under and over. You know, like it's hard to explain how to just do that. I feel like LeBron's more in touch with the league though than like MJ than like. Larry Bird, obviously, when he was in Indiana. Sam Perkins, when he was on wherever, he's he's in tune with the league. He's he's old compared to all these guys, but I feel like they all look up to him, and he's got his his hand on the pulse of what the league is about. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's a little different than MJ, I think. So do you guys give LeBron a chance to win another ring? Do you think he's going to win another ring? Not in LA. Not with this team. I I love LeBron. I'm a big LeBron fan. I think. He's the greatest player, statistical player, to ever play the game out there in L.A. I don't think it's going to happen. I got to know for sure. I don't think so. I, I, you know, after recording this, he's probably going to win this year. and then (laughs) No chance. He'll tweet 16 emojis with, ha, you thought the king was washed. And it's like, shut up, bro. The guy's, he just, he's. I just think he's annoying. Off the court, I think he's annoying. I think he's a great guy off the court. I think he's a great human off the court. I think he's like a great basketball player on the court. But there's just something about me where it's just like, dude, fuck that guy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's a a central division guy. You know, I I don't know. It's just. It's the fans for me. It's always been about the fans. Like, I'm just not a fan of his. That's fine. But the fans of his get me, like, going. Like, all right, guy, relax. Calm down. Yeah, that's true. I mean. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't stand the LeBron fans sometimes. Even though, shout out Chris is a huge LeBron fan. He used to cheer for the Cavs all the time when uh, they would play the Bulls in the series, and it would just get under my fucking skin. Just, it does piss me off. See, I cheer for the Cavs now because they got Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Shout out Ricky Rubio. He's having a great season. You never know what you're going to get from him. He's either seven steals, zero points, and uh, four, 14 assists. I know you're always going to get over three steals, I would say, and then at least over six, seven assists. I yeah. mean, that's a typical Ricky Rubio stat line. Points are the – you could either get four or you could get 20. I would say you play like Ricky Rubio, but I don't want to call you trash. And he is trash. <laughs> I don't like him because Ellie's been talking about him since Autobahn Junior High, <laughs> whenever he came in the league or when he was in the Olympics or whatever, when he was like 15. Yeah, no, I've been talking about him forever. I still love that guy. He's the reason why I got the NBA ticket. Watch him <laughs> Just over there. Watch yeah, watch him over there in Minnesota. I'll never forget it, dude. When I started working at my job, we do business out in Minnesota all the time, and I'd always talk to people about the Timberwolves. Like, how do you know so much about the Timberwolves? I'm like, big Ricky Rubio guy, man. I watch That's every like game. That's like something nobody ever says. You know, like that. If you think of like top five things, nobody's gonna say that. Should be a password, like big Ricky Rubio guy. <laughs> Uh, I don't think anybody will ever guess that one. So I mean, it's loyal. He's 31. Yeah. yeah. He's been loyal for at least 15 years. Dude, seriously, since he's been not, in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so plus one. Here's the odds for MVP right now. Okay. Uh, Steph Curry is at plus 150. Durant's at plus 500. Uh, Giannis is at plus 700. Jokic is at plus 13. Doncic's at 24, and then it just goes down and down and down. I don't see any of these guys even coming close. LeBron's at plus 5,000, which is crazy. Um, Dark Horse, DeMar DeRozan, plus 6,500. John Morant, but he just got hurt, so that's not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, if I had to pick, if I'm being a betting man, definitely going to do Steph Curry or I'll nibble on Kevin Durant because you're saying that he's statistically putting up the points that are better. He is. All right, screw with that. Plus 500, you might as well. There's value there. Oh, yeah, especially if they come back. Yeah. As a 13-8 and right now, as we speak on this podcast, probably going to be 14-8 and by the end of the night. Same Um, as the Bulls. Bulls 13. Bulls are just 14-9 and now. Or 14-8. and Yeah, Durant's at 35 points. Or, I'm sorry, 28.6 points a game. Steph's at 28.6. Giannis at 27. But then when you look at... Rebounds, KD's at 7.6, Steph's at 5.8, Giannis at 11.8. This is why I'm, I'm holding out for Giannis, because he's at 11.8. And then you look at assists, KD's at 5.4, uh, Steph's at 6.8, Giannis is at 5.9. So right you know, above KD, right below uh, Steph, steals, Steph's in the lead at 1.8, Giannis has 1.1, KD's just under 1. Blocks. Giannis is almost at two blocks a game. That's why I mean, dude. If if the Bucks, they got to go on a run here. I'm just hoping for my my uh, my future here on Giannis, just because I think I might have mentioned it before. But I was at a ton of playoff games last year out in Milwaukee because I just love watching basketball. Playoff basketball is unbelievable. Yeah, so. it's not that far away. It's like an hour's trip, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm skipping a step Elliot away. thinks it's five minutes since he thinks Tennessee is like two hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's right behind. It's right, <laughs> it's right behind. Yeah, you, you know Wisconsin? It's right next to it. It's, yeah. right, it's right down the street. <laughs> yeah, you know the Dells? Um, Jeez. Shout out to the Dells. Prom. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, dude, I feel like it's any one of those three guys game right now between KD, Steph, and Giannis. 
because they're right there and everything. I feel like if um, unless Steph gets hurt, the MVP usually like whoever the, the media's on that train early, like they usually win it. Like I feel like he's just gonna be this guy we're gonna talk about all year. I mean, rightfully so. Right. But the media already has him as he's the best player in the world type thing. So I feel like he's just gonna win it no where, matter what. Where do you guys hurt. put him on your top top he's basketball players of all time? Nine. Nine? Nine. That's a tough question to answer. Yeah, right, right off the bat, of course. Yeah. I got it locked in. But I got it locked in. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff can't how, how am I going to work around me? <laughs> All right, who's the top eight? Let's hear Jeff's top eight top, if you put him at nine. Well, you're not going to be happy because LeBron's six. So, I mean, that's going to throw I mean, that's fine. Who's one for you? MJ. Okay. Uh, Kareem, Magic, Kobe, Duncan, LeBron, Shaq. Um, what am I at? You're at seven. I said seven. So, Larry, Steph. D Wade, well, got out of there. Steph took over D Wade. Yeah. Um, I wanted D Wade in there because my guy. But. So Steph's eight, D Wade's nine? No. Steph's nine. Oh, Steph's eight. Steph's Larry Bird's eight. Okay. Steph's nine. Okay. And D Wade got the boot. Wow, you put Steph above D Wade? He got the boot recently, man. Dude, recently. Jeff's a huge D Wade guy. This it, is. It hurts. Guys, this is, you know, stop the presses right here. Yeah, it hurts, man. It hurts. <laughs> but I mean, Steph, he's got potential. See, I hope he wins because then I could just say on these lists that he's better than LeBron and then people will just try and fight me. Yeah. So that would be great. I'd love it. Well, he's got, what, three? He's got three or four. He's got three. Three got rings, three. yeah. LeBron's got four. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And right he beat there. LeBron three times. He should have beat LeBron when uh, Draymond got the boot. I mean, if Draymond yeah, wasn't an idiot. That was fucked up, bro. That, he shouldn't even got a technical for that game. That guy needs to learn to control his anger, too. That's that's. They would have won that game. It would have been all over. And what a script for that, like for LeBron, like haha. Like, I'll never forget that where he's like, he just tweeted like, "Washed King, you guys thought here I am, like undefeated again." And it's like, bro, I love. I saw this clip today of Michael Jordan. He's smoking a cigar, swinging a baseball bat. He goes, "Yeah, it's easy to talk shit when you're winning. Right. It's oh, easy yeah. to talk shit when you're up. After you won, it's easy to talk shit. He's like, talk shit when you're down six, down eight, then talk shit. See how hard that is to come back from. Yeah. And I was like, dude." That's fucking scary. You know what I'm saying? That's like a killer's mentality. Right. So, oh yeah. For was, me, it's my uh, top ten is gonna be uh, D Rose, D Rose, <laughs> D Rose. No Luau, no Luau bang in this. <laughs> no Luau bang. And uh, Ben Gordon, no, no Chioni's probably six. Um, no Chioni. Yeah, oh, man. dude, that's what Mikey plays <laughs> no like. You kind of look like Noach. You got the comb over. <laughs> you got the hey, 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 You got the crazy <laughs> eye. That name hasn't went through my mind in so many years. Dude, Andre Chioni was. The best, so, the best, like hype guy. He was the hype guy before Joe Kim Noah was the hype guy. He was just the guy that like you love him when he's on your team, you hate him when he's not on yeah. your team. Yeah, he was always on the Bulls as long as I mean, I know uh, he, he got played at the 76ers, and I fucking hated the guy. I I still loved him, but I mean, the years that he was actually relevant, he was on the bear or on the Bulls, and it was great to watch him. Jeez, uh, I was gonna say yeah, he's nowhere near Asia. Pause so watching like, Russell Wilson. Just not play football. I think he's done after this year for the Seahawks. Did he throw a TD today, or did they rush it? He in? did throw a touchdown. Yep, today. to Everett. To, uh, Thank God, to Everett. Tyler Lockett's having a game. Hopefully, he can get in the end zone. That would be nice. No, we don't need that. Oh, we don't need that. I guess not. Let's go, Tyler Lockett. I'm in a big fantasy matchup right now. I got Gerald Everett, 
I'm up 11 points, and I'm going against Tyler Lockett and Jordan Brooks. So so no no touchdowns for Tyler Lockett. Then. No touchdowns for Tyler Lockett, no tackles for Jordan Brooks. And I'm pissed off because I switched Mark Ingram out of my lineup to play Miles Gaskin because Mark Ingram was injured, and it nice. didn't save. Terrible. So I woke up Damn. Sunday morning and saw that and was absolutely furious. That fucking blows, bro. All right. I guess we can start talking about some uh, football. We can recap this week, week 12. Right? Those two, week 12. And then we'll talk a little bit about week 13 going forward. Uh, we can start it off for the Thanksgiving's games. Uh, the Bears finally beat a team. Too bad the team was the Detroit Lions. Good job. You beat fucking Jared Goff. We're very happy for you. You beat him by a field goal. You couldn't run David Montgomery into the end zone for a touchdown at the end. Whatever. Playing it smart and giving it to your kicker, Cairo Santos. He already missed one, right? He already missed one Mm -hmm. from the same exact spot. But, hey, who am I? What do I know? Did they do the celebration after the game, too? Were they going going ham back there? They did. Yeah, I saw a club dub back there. (coughs) They showed the videos. I mean, they're staying consistent. You guys see the one I remade? No. No, I didn't see that one. It fucking popped off. They don't want the smoke. That four and seven feeling. (laughs) Is that real? Was that real? No, I, I put that. I put, like, the that four and seven feeling. They don't want the smoke. I put that up. But that video was real. They yeah. had Club Dove, and they were, like, dancing. Into okay. It. Dude, the minute I saw that video, I was like, actually, that was the one that I saw. So if that was, <laughs> the one I saw. <laughs> so if that was fake, I was like, oh, shit, maybe they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I made that. But the uh, fucking – I just – I don't understand. What are you dancing? You guys are four and seven. And Matt Nagy, oh, well, you know, it's very rare for you to get a win in the NFL. You never know if it's your last – win well that's a great mentality to have as a coach i would want to win consistently i would say look this is a fucking football league where you're supposed to win i don't know club dub got really corny for me after the first year after the second year it was just like you guys are you guys are eight and eight now you guys are seven and nine you guys are gonna start dancing now you guys are four and seven you guys are gonna dance i've been on a shitty football team so it feels good to win yeah but this is not the nfl where you're getting paid millions of dollars like you should have some pride I wasn't a celebrate. I don't celebrate really much. Like I, I win the game, cool. I'm all happy. What doesn't the guy but win? Some it? of these guys so wins. I just win all <laughs> so, the time. I'm saying I lost. I was losing. Oh, okay. And then like, but when you know when I do win, I'm like, okay, cool. We did it, cool. I don't go crazy like that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they could they should have celebrated a second, but not to that extent. They should have got out of there. The Bears are just a shit team, and and we're gonna have uh, Ryan Bag Bagley from the Barfly Tailgate. Uh, coming out soon at the end of this when we wrap everything up you guys will hear that interview um he gets into it about the bears we both wish that uh you know matt Nagy was fired last week but he's not and you guys will hear that we kind of were rooting for the lions to win so that matt Nagy would lose his job and how about uh ryan pace where he was like hmm when i read that quote i was like wow that's inaccurate no, you didn't. That's the most scripted <laughs> thing you've ever said in your life. So that way you can say it's inaccurate, it's inaccurate, it's inaccurate. It's not false. Because if it was false, I think that they were going to fire him if they lost. I, based on what I heard, uh, one of the McCaskey kids came down and said it was false. So, I mean, at the end of the day, when I read that, I just don't think that Pace has 
any authority to make any decisions. That's what I mean. I don't think he has any authority to do anything. I think the McCaskies are done with them. Doing everything that they want to do. Like everything that's happening is coming from the family, not from Ryan Pace. At least from the head coach's standpoint, you know. So I don't know. The Bears are a shit show. I'm glad I'm not a Bears fan. Uh, they have a two percent chance to make the playoffs, <laughs> based the on hunt. the yeah, based on their record, the hunt, baby. They got the Cardinals, the Packers, the Vikings, the Seahawks. They might have a win at the Giants, and they have the Vikings again. I mean, I feel bad for Bears fans right now, uh, especially for Badge. You know, Badge, dude. Guy was very passionate. We might have to buy that guy a beer. Oh, get yeah, him he a loves shot. the Bears. He's all about it. He knows his shit. Yeah, he won't go to a Bears game unless it's free. And also because he's in New York, but that. That too. Oh, he's in New York. I thought he was in New York. No, he was in New York. I thought he was in like Naperville or something. (laughs) (laughs) He just had like a nice house. No, you live in Aurora, right? No. Yeah. No, he's from New York. That's why I was like, "How are you a Bears fan?" Yeah. Remember? Because he was like, "Oh yeah, my dad gave me a jersey." I yeah, I do remember that story. Good guy. Fun time. Uh, Yeah, you'll be listening to that at the end. So we'll save the Bears talk for that. Uh, The next game. uh, Speaking of shitty teams, the Cowboys lost to the Raiders, thirty-six to thirty-three. What happened there, bro? Dude, that was one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. Cowboys came into it shorthanded. Um, they were playing 11 against 12 all game long. Mm-hmm. I mean, just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, kind of shot themselves in the foot late in the game, just making stupid decisions. Um, but at the end of the day, they, they keep losing the AFC teams. You know, they keep beating NFC teams. They keep losing the AFC teams. It yeah. is what it is. They're still in a great position. They got lucky that the Eagles lost to the Giants, so they're still looking good in the division. So I'm going to stay negative, though. <laughs> Cowboys look like shit. <laughs> I mean, this was these, this was a game that, honestly, I expected them to lose. Um, I took the Raiders with the points, <laughs> and I took them in a teaser. They always let dude, me down on Thanksgiving. Are you a Cowboys fan? I'm a Cowboys fan, dude. I'm just – for me, if especially in a situation like this, the Cowboys win, I'll, I'll lose my money for a Cowboys yeah. win all day long. I get that. And if the, you know if they lose, I won some money. So it either way, it yeah, it is what it is. They were down CD. They were down Amari. Zeke wasn't looking healthy. And Dak's been off. I mean, Dak's been off the last two, three weeks. He's missing throws. Yeah, this is he's gonna pick it up. Things are gonna change. It's all about you know December football. We'll see what happens here. I, I'm excited going forward because they're gonna make the playoffs. You know, you look at the the Bears. They have a two percent chance to make the playoffs probability. Uh, let's see right here. I think the Cowboys were like a ninety-seven percent chance to make the playoffs. Ninety-seven percent. And a holding call. No hold. Ninety-seven percent to make ninety-two percent chance to make the playoffs. Okay, so, so they got a ninety-two percent chance to make the playoffs. This is the only game that I lost on Thanksgiving. Was that because I thought the Cowboys were going to take it, especially after get, losing the week before and then being at home in Jerry's world. Whenever they go back, Jerry usually goes off. Um, whatever. The next game for that Thanksgiving game is that Bill Saints game. If you did not take. Bills minus three and a half. I don't know what you were thinking. You know, that was one game where the public, the whole public bet on it, but it was like, yeah, yeah, the public's right to this game. Because the Saints starting, you talked me out of this one too, like just the week before with 
Trevor Simeon. Like, dude, the guy's just shot. He's yeah. not a quarterback. And anytime you see a spread like that, take it. Yeah. Take it. Especially with that fucking idiot. And did we forget that Josh Allen is good at football? Very good. He's very good. He's a very good football player. See, what's holding him back is my fantasy quarterback, so he has those weeks just mm. to spite me. Oh, right. Jeff is the fantasy up. jinx. Yeah. I am. I'm, I'm sad. It's true. But, yeah, he balled out. I mean, the Saints, no Camaro either, right? Right. So yeah. he, uh, it, was a, it was a dead game for them, no and I just don't know how the spread was that short. Uh, next game on there, oh, I had to take this one, was Bengals. Bengals minus four. Dude, oh, let's talk about this one. Yeah, we have to ask so Jeff his opinion on this one. Smile, this was like the perfect – this is the game the Steelers usually win. Like, oh, the Bengals are good this year. We can go up on them in the standings. Let's let's whoop their ass. Let's sun them. Let's little brother them. Yeah. <laughs> they did the opposite of that. And, and uh, Mike Tomlin is 67% when it comes to being an underdog. So he wins 67% of the time. It's rough. I mean, our team is just bad right now. The Bengals have a good team, you know. Uh, obviously, Big Ben's time is done, but the defense is the problem. I mean, Minka was hurting, mm-hmm. TJ was out, Devin Bush is getting killed, and he should be. I mean, they moved up to take you the tenth pick overall, right? Mm-hmm. Two years ago in uh, 2019. So him and Devin White are both supposed to be amazing. You know, Devin White went on to win a Super Bowl. He's looking great, and yeah, I mean, my boy Devin Bush is just getting killed all over the internet. Mm-hmm. He's getting pancaked. He's getting blown back 15 yards on run plays. Because mm-hmm. Joe Mixon, I mean, he can run all day if the middle linebackers in, right. the, in the back of the, in the safety, you know, by the safety. So Mixon killed us, obviously, because we just had no fight. Uh, 165 and two touchdowns. Yeah, that's just no fight. That's You're crazy. giving that up. I'm like, not even huge runs, 28 attempts. Like, he was, he was just breaking off some little chunks at a time. But, I mean, the people are calling out Devin Bush in you know Steeler country whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. former players are calling him out they're saying he has no will to play the game of football and it showed in this game the way he was getting blown off the ball um one tackle three assists terrible and they're running the ball at him every play every, i'm telling you yeah. if you want every play they're just like let's just run oh, at, this at what point do you take this guy out you know what i'm saying what, what point they, do you just they invested him? money in him yeah it's hard yeah it is hard it sucks uh speaking of devin white though buccaneers um I don't want to say they upset the Colts, but they upset me because I had the Colts. <laughs> I mean, this when, game, man. When you looked at it down. after halftime, that wasn't upset because yeah. the Colts had yeah. this game in hand, and even coming out of Always halftime, do this, bro. they had the game in hand, and they literally just threw it away. In my opinion, if you want to be a millionaire, you just fucking bet Colts first half every time. Don't bet the game because they always end up losing. They always end up blowing the lead. I don't. I don't understand. It's true. Um, the wedding I was at, the guy's a Colts fan, so we were talking about this all, yeah. you know, the weekend. And uh, I'm like, yeah, he's like, the Colts should be a favorite. They should be up there. I'm like, not with Carson Wentz, man. He's He hasn't proven anything, and he's always good to let you down. Yeah. And they're up in the first half. He's playing perfect. Second half, he throws three picks, right, or has three turnovers. So, I mean, he, it's it's rough with How him. How many, yeah, Frank Reich, Frank Reich was pissed. How many turnovers are you going to have in your, in your game? I mean – and Carson Wentz just throws away the dumbest picks ever. That game was, yeah. One of those, I mean, Michael Pittman, 50-50 ball. He's got to do what a better job doing, at knocking bro? that thing down. He had a terrible game. Dude, and because Michael Pittman is a monster. Biggest dude out on the field. Yeah, he just had a bad game. Yeah. I mean, and who else fumbled here? Because Naheem Hines, I, I think he, he fumbled once. I don't know who else fumbled. But, I mean, turnovers was a story of that game. Because, I mean, the Colts should have won that thing. I still wouldn't want to see the Colts, in my opinion. 
if I'm in the uh, AFC, I, I don't want to see the Colts come no. playoff time, come they're late dogs, in the season. Bro. Yeah, those guys are beasts. They're they're a complete team. You know, they're not a great the greatest team, but they're the most complete team in the NFL right now. They have a good offensive line, a great running back, a decent quarterback, good defense. That's exactly decent what my buddy said, Cleo, who got right? married. He said that like, they're, they're all that. And my thing is just like Carson Wentz is going to blow it for you guys. But look at it. I mean, they lost by seven. Granted, Carson Wentz threw two picks. They had three fumbles, one by Carson Wentz, one by Zach Pascal, one by Naheem Hines. So, I mean, they just got killed in the turnover battle. But, I mean, you, I still wouldn't want to see these guys, especially not at home in Indy. I respect that place too much after I saw them. And the AFC like the Cowboys. Just, who knows? It's really wide. Every every year, everything's wide open. But that, the AFC is just, I can't call the favorite. Yeah. There's nobody out there who's just looking like they're going to dominate everyone. In the AFC? Yeah. What about the Patriots? They've they're looking good. They've been dominating everybody. They're looking good. It's kind of scary, especially having a rookie as Mac Jones coming in here and just dominating everybody like this. Late in the season, it's kind of scary. They just blew out the Titans 36-13. I know the Titans are down. Lots of players. They have nobody to, nobody to throw to, nobody to run the ball. But just the fact that the Patriots are going to blow them out, Mike Rabel is going to just let them. It's crazy. Another upset that I, I liked this week was the Giants. I don't know how the Giants were underdogs at home. Um, I know they had a bad couple games, but everybody forgets about two weeks ago when they just stood toe-to-toe with the, the Bucks. And then you just got a lot of upsets. I mean, the the Jaguars, I like the Jaguars that game. I wanted Trevor Lawrence to get over one and a half touchdowns. He only got one in his first fucking half. He should have got – and he should have thrown a touchdown in the second half. They had a first in – Yeah. Uh, what, first in goal what from the four. What a moron, bro. In, what in the third a moron quarter. Urban Meyer is. He needs to get out of the league. He's yeah. just a fucking moron. Uh, and then, yeah, a couple other good ones. Uh, just don't wanna, we'll recap a couple more. We got the Browns and Ravens. Uh, Ravens ended up winning 16-10. to 10. That was a tricky one. You guys knew to bet the under on that one. Anytime you have a home game with divisional dogs and decent offensive line, you always know to bet the under. I killed all day, so I didn't even bet the under, but I did take uh, the Ravens minus three. And, and they ended up winning by six off the late field goal. Yeah, I got lucky. Actually, I went to sleep towards the end of that game and woke up to a winner, which was nice. But, I mean, like you said, that was a divisional game. Yeah. That was like an Auburn-Alabama game. Those, like, are, those are what they are. Yeah. They're just tough nose, nose game football. It's hard nose football. My favorite game this week that I – my favorite win this week was the Broncos-Chargers game. Are the Chargers good? No. Not against, not against people that know them. I don't know. I just, I mean, everybody's so high on Justin Herbert, but I don't know, dude. It's the second year, too. Everyone's got to, like, take it easy. Everyone's so, this I call it the Amazon effect and, like, the Patrick Mahomes effect. It's just, okay, in three years, they should be studs. In two years, they should just be amazing. And, oh, what the fuck? Why, is it, why are they not great? Throw them away. People take time. It's like a five-year, seven-year process. And, yeah, a couple are going to hit three years, but everyone sees what's trending, and they just chase after it. Everybody's trying to find the next Patrick Mahomes. It's like, let Justin Herbert evolve a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Second year, it's only the second year. Give him two more years. Right? Some of those decisions, though, like when you watch those games. He's I got mean, a lot of goofy decisions. Yeah, I mean, sure. you watch those games, and he's got, you know, granted, I know no quarterback's going to sit there and look at check down every single time, but you got Austin Eckler, you know, down in the flat. Almost every. That's their best play, to yeah, the truth. Almost yeah. every possession. And granted, there was one time where he threw a pass. Austin Eckler should have caught it. Off his hands, pick six. So, 
but I mean, at the end of the day, there's so many times he's throwing up to Mike Williams, he's double teamed, he's throwing up to um, Keenan Allen, double teamed, where it's like, dude, you got to make some smarter decisions. You've got a rocket arm, you got to get the head behind it. Right. Uh, let's talk about this last game. I wanna, yeah, I want to talk about this one. It's going to be Packers Rams. Packers ended up winning this game, and this uh, was a, not a shootout. Or Packers were up the whole time, and uh, the Rams just had a chase. But this leads me to my next question: Who do you guys have for your coach of the year? Coach of the, of the year? Are you going with the floor? Because you talked about the Packers. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't want to admit it, but I'm going with the floor. He's up there. I mean, I got to look at the. I thought it was going to be Bagley or not Bagley. Um, uh, who's the fucking Chargers? Brandon Staley. Yeah, I thought it was going to be him. And then. How do you not give it to Bill Belichick? I was about right to say, I'll go Bill. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not Bill? give it to Bill Belichick yeah, right you, now? You might be right. You got a rookie quarterback. Dude, they should be 9 and 2 right now. Yeah. They it's lost like that first game. game of the season. Damian Harris had a fumble as they were driving to score to take the lead at the end of the game. Something else silly happened at some point in that season. I mean, dude, they should literally only have two losses right now. They're back. Yeah. And granted, they did an un- and, and you know he's pulling the strings. Had an unbelievable offseason. Picked up John U. Smith. Picked up Hunter oh, Henry. He pissed after Brady won a championship. Uh, picked up, dude, I don't even know who else on that defense, but they're back. Dude, and they should have a much better record than they do. That's why I don't know how you you can pick against them. And he's got the best wardrobe in the league. I mean, the guy literally shows up every Sunday, not giving a fuck. He looks the same in like twenty years ago. There's no change in that guy. Yeah, he's the best. I think he goes every single week. So there's nobody knows the difference. Uh, Cliff don't get no love. Clingsbury. No, I hate him. Won three games without. he should, yeah. I mean, you won three games with Colt McCoy or two or three games. Yeah. It's rough. Colt McCoy undefeated in Seattle. Now that you mention that. Because he, he, he played in Seattle and he won. And I, I heard that stat. He's like undefeated in Seattle. But, yeah, dude, you're right. Now that she said that, how does Cliff not get it when Kyler hasn't even been playing? And what, they lost to the Packers? No, they beat of, the Packers. They beat the Packers? No, they lost to the Packers and the Panthers. So those are their two losses they have on the year. I don't know. I that's oof, I don't know. I uh, oh, I yeah, guess you guys right. persuaded me with Bill Belichick though. Yeah, but Clingsbury. I just I don't know. I heard that he might be going back to college next year too. No way. Yeah, that's what I heard. Not with that beautiful house out there in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, why would you ever want to leave Arizona? It's beautiful out there. Yeah, freak loss to the Panthers, and then yeah, they lost to the Packers. I mean, I don't really want to dog my boy Cam, but I figure I gotta say you played like shit. That was that ridiculous. was garbage, bro. I thought he was back. Hey. No, I'm back. Yeah, back on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> he Ooh. was just smiling on the bench. Who came too. in for him? PJ Walker. Oh yeah, that's right. XFL guy. Right. Yeah. PJ fucking Walker. All right, let's look at next week's slates. We got our Mikey bets of the week, and uh, we're gonna go through these. We got Cowboys Saints. I'm taking Cowboys minus four and a half. I know it's a hard place to play for the Saints, and I know that uh, I know that all the odds are going to be going towards the Saints because they feel like they fixed their quarterback situation by starting Taysom Hill. Don't care. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. The Cowboys need a bounce back game. It's been a hot minute. They've lost two in a row now. I don't see the Cowboys losing three in a row. That would just be crazy in this uh, 2021. Ah, but who knows? So I'm going to take the Cowboys plus four and a half. What do you guys like? 
I'm gonna, I was going to say, if the Cowboys are plus four and a half, I'd take that all day. Yeah. Plus they're, four and a half. They're minus four and a half. Bro, I need fucking glasses. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, minus four and a half. You know what? I'll still take that minus four and a half, though. Eight point swing, and Mikey's still taking it. <laughs> I'll still take it. A lot has changed. Dude, <laughs> I look like so fucking close, I'm like an old man. Yeah, no, I'll still take them at minus four and a half. I, still, I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. They have to. Honestly, they do. New Orleans is a tough place to play. Historically, the Cowboys have not played well in New Orleans, but I mean, Amari's going to be back. Uh, they won't. They'll be without Mike McCarthy, and I feel like the Cowboys organization in itself are gonna come out there and just make a statement. Yeah, like we're gonna win without this guy, and you'll see how well we play. So I think Kellen Moore is gonna come out. You know, he's gonna be putting out a show, putting out some tape for a, uh, a head coaching job. So I agree with you. I think they're gonna blow out the Saints. They better. It would be a huge loss for the Cowboys, and then you start getting that. Here we go again talk because at the end of every year it seems like they end up choking away a great opportunity yep the only thing i'm scared about for the cowboys right now is that there's 10 people on the COVID list right now yeah so that's the only thing that uh worries me a little bit but other than that i think that if uh they get through it and pass all the tests they'll be fine next game on the board uh we got cardinals at bears and uh the bears are who we thought they were right bears are who we thought they were you guys got the Cardinals minus seven and a half. I'm gonna stay away from this game because I'm a, a Bears fan. You guys want to make your picks? With my, I don't know. I think Colt is still playing, right? Kyler's coming back. Kyler's back. Oh, based on everything that I read today, Kyler is coming back. Kyler's coming back. I'm going with the Cardinals for sure. Then taking that. Seven. This might be the first week, so I'm hoping. I've literally been offered free Bears tickets like every single week this this season. That other and, I, and I've turned them down. This might be the one week where I'm actually like, yeah, I want to go see Kyler Murray play live. Yeah. That'd be fun to go see Kyler Murray play. I was going to go see Lamar, but that didn't happen. So yeah. this one I could go to too, and I'm like, oh, nah, it's cold now too. Well, yeah. Who do you guys know that you guys are just getting free Bears tickets? Guys you guys, a lot of people have season okay, tickets. Big, big McCaskey. A lot of people. Friends. <laughs> yeah. Season tickets. Plus I got vendors that. Yeah, vendors always help. Very lucky to, to go to some good games. But I know a lot of people. I'm old. Yeah, I get it. When I look I'm at not. this, though, I'm looking at Colts minus nine against the Texans. I think they're going to blow out the Texans, especially after an upsetting loss last week. It's a get-right game. Mm-hmm. A get-right game against the Texans. Divisional game. Divisional game. I mean, they have to make some noise here. they got to get a win. I feel like they just have to get a decisive win. Um, so I know nine points is a lot of points. Generally, I don't like laying that much. But I like that game. Yeah, the 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 Texans are definitely like <coughs> every like everybody's team where you can just beat the fuck out of them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just having two bad weeks in a row, three bad weeks in a row, and then you can just go go to Houston and just pound them, right? Yeah. But what happened the last divisional game that the Texans were in? They won. Yeah, they won. They beat like, the Titans. Yeah, they beat the Titans at, at uh, like I think it was plus ten and a half. Yep. So if they beat them outright, who says that they can't beat the Colts outright at home? So that's where it scares me a little bit. And uh, those Colts turnovers, bro, you can't handicap turnovers like Billy Godfather said. It's very hard. So, very yeah, true. I love the line at uh, Indy minus nine. But especially at home, to get nine points at home, it's kind of fucking scary. 
They just lost to the Jets, though. So what do we know? But the Texans are the second worst rush defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor should have a bounce back game. So yeah, he should have like he's going s- off. maybe seventeen touchdowns. He actually did have a decent yeah, game did. against the Bucks. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was a good game too. He had a touchdown as well to save him yeah. as well. Uh, next game is going to be Washington versus the Raiders. I am going to hammer the Washington football team on this game. Uh, like I said, I'm going to bet against the Raiders every single week because they are atrocious. They are just disgusting, and I hate them. So I'm going to take the Washington football team. I am with you 100% on all that because, yeah, the Raiders is just it's not dismantled, bro. I, I can't. I can't take that team. I mean, based on the statistics these guys just laid out there, I don't know how I bet against Washington football team, but I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. So at home, playing for a lot, just beat the Cowboys, still alive in the playoff race. Um, I'm watching this Washington game right here, playing against a mediocre Seattle defense, only put up 17 points. Um, I think Max Crosby and those boys are going to get after the, you know, Tyler Taylor Haneke. So I'm I'm going with the Raiders minus two and a half. Crosby's got game. <laughs> oh yeah, he's wild. I don't know if you saw that uh, that scuffle after the game. Uh, I forgot who on the Cowboys just smacked the helmet off some dude on the Raiders, and Max Crosby came running across, just ready to do something. And one of the coaches on the uh, the Raiders team just went straight for Max Crosby, grabbed him, and ripped him away because they, they they just knew like. He's crazy. Like, he's yeah. going to do something stupid. Something so, yeah, we just got to grab him, get him out of here. Taze him. Just put him on the floor and get yeah. him out of here. So, okay. I'm, I'm going against both of you guys. Should we put a wing on that one? Yeah, I'll put a wing on it. Count it. My man. That's a wing bet right there. Raiders versus uh, Washington football team. Straight up? <sighs> no. <laughs> no, never. Never Jeff, straight up. Yeah, I was going to say, we, Jeff's getting into the gambling this year. <laughs> He's all about the straight up. You know, that's the only game that ESPN doesn't have the lines for. I got minus two and a half for the Raiders right now. Okay, I'll take him plus two and a half. Um, get out of here. Is that JD McKissick that just got hurt? So, anyways, uh, never root for injuries unless you have a fantasy football team. <laughs> Jaguars at Rams. <laughs> Dude, the Rams are a 13-point favorite. When's the last time the Jaguars lost by 13 points? Let's see. Probably like the first <laughs> two games of the week. season? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they've been keeping it close. Yeah, every single game has been like pretty tight window. Yeah. 7-point, 12-point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to take – I'm, I'm going to take the Jaguars plus their – or, yeah, I'll take – if I had to. I'm not going to bet on this game yet, but if I had to, I would take Jaguars plus 13 because that's where the value's at. <clears throat> we lied. Pretty much every other game, they lose by 17. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> they lost Seattle 7-31. Next game was close. Next game was close, and they lost by 20 to San Fran. They lost by 21 to Tennessee. Or no, they lost by 18 to Tennessee, so that counts too. Yeah. All right, I'm going to fade Mikey again here. I'm going Rams. 16. Minus 13, though. <laughs> I got it at 12 and a half. Points. I just – I can't can't do it at 13 points. How do you get 13 points to a team? So, the way I'm going to break this down now that I'm going Rams, I'm thinking rookie quarterback against Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Jalen Ramsey on the outside, 
unbelievable defense on the road, playing in L.A. Every reason to bet on the Jaguars. Going across country, going from Florida to L.A. Which is easier. They've got five with 13-point losses, five games. Well, five games with 13-point losses. And the Rams are a really good team. I'm putting the bet in right now that we're talking about this. Everything that we've just discussed leads me to believe the Rams, they need a Rams they need to win, this. though. They need a win. I hope the time. Rams win by 12. The Rams need <laughs> This is why I love having these conversations, because then we just start breaking it down to see what happens. I'm going to be so pissed if they win by 12. So the next game we got is going to be uh, Ravens-Steelers. That's another divisional dog. Damn, these fucking poor Steelers have been divisional games like crazy. Just going to get their ass kicked. That is J.D. McKissick. Yeah, I'm taking the Baltimore. Taking Baltimore minus three and a half here. Gotta go Baltimore. Got Big it. Ben's done. Stop. Yeah, don't oh don't God. look at the metrics. Don't look at what the odds are. Even just look at these two football teams and say who's the better football team. I'm going with the Ravens minus three and a half. Sad but true. Next game, uh, 49ers at Seahawks. Another divisional game. I'm going to take the under here. I don't know what's the under at. 46 and a half on oh, DraftKings. Okay, okay, never mind. Uh, not taking the under there. Um, but Seahawks 49ers. Seahawks are at home. Gonna have to take the 49ers here. They just beat the Vikings. They're coming off a really good win there. Seahawks are uh, just a dumpster fire. And I think that Russell Wilson just can't wait to get out of there. I really like the three and seven now. They might be three and eight after tonight. Uh, Yeah, just struggling. I said he was the best quarterback in the league some weeks ago, and he hasn't thrown a touchdown since. No, he threw one in there. Say he's bad. Say he's bad. (laughs) Yeah, he threw one. He's He's my favorite quarterback. Like he is my favorite quarterback. But I just don't think this is a good team. Uh, next game, Broncos at Chiefs. Another divisional game, right? All the week, there's going to be divisional games. Um, going to go ahead and take the Broncos. Everyone's probably going to be like, what the fuck going to take the Broncos at uh, plus 10? Plus yes, yeah, I am. 100%. They're playing well. How do you, playing I mean. Great. Why would you not take them at plus 10? Maybe because you're a Chiefs fan. I mean, they just beat the Chargers. Chargers. I mean, granted, you can't really compare Mahomes to Herbert. No, you can't. He's he's in a different level, different stratosphere. But same time, I mean, explosive offense. You know, weapons mm-hmm. everywhere on that side of the ball. And guess who knows how to break down that offense? Vic Vangio. Yeah, <laughs> it's a division game. Only division where all the teams are above five hundred as well. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a tough. The Broncos are still in it to win it. Right. You know? So they're going oh, yeah. to be there to play. And Teddy Bridgewater, he always keeps games close. Teddy yeah. two gloves, yeah. yeah. All right, last game of the week, Bills at Patriots. I think this is going to be the funnest game, funnest Monday Night Football game we've seen in a while. I like the fucking Bills plus or minus three. But I also like the fucking Patriots plus three. This is going to be a good game. This is going to be a fun game because Sean McDermott is a great defensive coach. Decent offensive coach. And then you got the legend, Bill Belichick. You know? Mm-hmm. One of those games that could possibly be a uh, championship game as well. AFC championship game. Well, this essentially is the division right here. Yeah. In my opinion. When you look at the rest of the schedule, and I'm going to look this up right now because I haven't prior to this. But when you look at this division, where the records are to this point, winner of this game is going to win this division. And when you talked about this early in the season, there was no questions asked. You asked who was going to win this division, everybody was saying Buffalo Bills. So the fact that 
you know, this is the conversation that we're having right now with the Patriots with the rookie quarterback. I mean, this is unbelievable. I can't wait to watch this game. Is Mac up there for rookie of the year? Simply off leading this team to win. Got to be rookie of the year. Got to be. Got to be rookie. Of the think year. he took it over from Jamar? I thought. I thought Jamar Chase was going to take <coughs> it. When you're leading the team and you're the captain of the team doing all this, yeah. you might not be captain, but if you're a leader of the team like this, you got to give him the champion. You got to give him the MVP. Um, and scratch what I just said because they play the Bills twice. Yeah, this week they play the Colts next week, followed up by the Bills again. Jaguars, which is an easy win, and then the Dolphins in Miami in January, so which is always a tough know. place to play. Bears out of the hunt now? <laughs> yep, according to ESPN. That's fucked up. Yeah, I think they just <laughs> doesn't even matter if they were in the hunt. They just left them off the uh, 2% chance. They left them they off the no board. Respect. I'm going to watch my fantasy season go to shit if Taylor Heineke throws a TD right here. Oh, it's all done. No, nah, he won't get it. Run the ball three times, please. He's oh, right. no. Don't let him score. Tackle him. There you go. The guy always Inbounds, slides. too. Unreal. Run the ball and kick the field goal. No, I got him out. Oh, no, they called him out. All right, guys. Let's, uh, let's go into our shit shows of the week. Right? What else do we have to cover today? Do we have anything else to cover? I don't know. I got a few shit shows, though. All right. Let's talk about our shit shows. Oh, real quick before we talk about shit shows. You guys catch that Iowa, uh, Iowa, Ohio State game versus Michigan? That game was crazy. I was trying to watch because I was doing this wedding stuff, and yeah. I'm not a college football person. Yeah. But I saw the intensity, like, before the game, the shit talking, uh, you know, seeing the crowd. So I'm, like, driving places and, like, let's stop here and just pop. Take a look. Yeah. Take let's a see look. what's going on. You know, there's no TV in the church or whatever, so. Sucked on our phones trying to watch, but yeah, that game had intensity, so I was all about it, dude. And yeah, playing in the down, snow, I'm trying to get married here, no, no. <laughs> Shh, take it down. dude. And playing in the snow, this is probably one of the best college football games I've seen in a long time. Just because when you talk to anybody, you think Ohio State's coming into this explosive offense, you know, Michigan haven't beat them in 10 years. Yep, this is just going to be an unbelievable game. Then you know you got the weather in there, on top of the fact that Michigan was just built different this year, just absolutely built different, just unbelievable game. Get in Gibson, oh. damn bro. But no, I mean, shout out to Michigan. I can't wait to see what happens, how they play against some of these top tier talent uh, going forward. But that game was absolutely ridiculous. I'm so happy for Harbaugh. Yeah, shout out to Harbaugh. I think he uh, still should be fired. <laughs> no chance. Still should get fired. Yeah, no chance. Get fired. Maybe the Bears will take him. What else? Why is Heineke on the field still? <sighs> yeah. They got to win, man. Please run it. I did love the quote that Harbaugh had, though, uh, just talking about how Urban Meyer built that program and Ryan Day took it over, saying that uh, some guys are born on third and think they hit a triple. Talking about him saying how – Urban Meyer built that program, and you just took it over. Now that you actually have to do some work, you see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What just happened? False start in the offense or a timeout? Wow, crazy. Timeout. So, guys, let's talk about our shit shows of the week. Elliot, go ahead first. Uh, I got a couple. I'm just going to stick it with myself, though. Uh, Going back on a diet starting today, actually. Um, So, yesterday, went out to eat. Ate a bunch of food, burgers, ate the kids' food, everything. Then at night, decided to eat a whole bunch of pizza, literally until the point that I threw up. So just probably, you know, no self-control on my end. 
You know, I just like food. It is what it is. Well, if you think about it, bro, like you threw it up, so yeah, but still, nothing worse than a sober throw up, because just sitting there struggling all night, just to get it out. You know, stomach hurting for a good hour. Uh, Scotty Rowe sends me some nasty shit. Literally made me puke. Uh, Taylor Heineke, fourth down, backing up, up in the end zone. You got it. Tell me that's not a touchdown to Logan Thomas. No. No. Hey, here's her. Logan Thomas too. I got a bet going with Aquino right now. Logan Thomas against uh, Kyle Pitts. Let's see this. And I don't need this either. Tell me he's down at the one. Nope. No, that's that's a touchdown. Fuck. You have to be fucking kidding me. Unreal. Wait, no, he dropped it. Oh, he dropped it! Yes! Let's go! Let's go! He dropped it! Yes! Hit the ground. Oh, yeah, that hit the ground. Yes! Oh, my God. I was about to text the Queen. I was saying, fuck Logan Thomas, but I'm still going to text him, fuck Logan Thomas. Tell me, yeah, that move, too. That move, they might call the catch out. They better not call it a catch. If they let that count as a catch. That'll be the shit show for all of us right here. Um,. Jeff, what's your shit show? Uh, I mean, I got so many angles being on, you know, going to a wedding. We were all obviously a shit show. Um, I had like five people I could nominate. I'll go with myself, of course, though. I've got to go with myself. So back in college, I had a show called, it wasn't a show, it was just some videos we made. Um, it was called Fat Talk. So I would just roast like my friends were bigger guys, whatever, I'd talk some shit. You know, yeah. it was just funny type thing. But this one party, these chicks were there. And I'm hammering, I'm just going in on them too, just being an asshole. Yeah, whatever. So my friend, you know, we're young kids, college, whatever. The girls couldn't hear me. The girls were in the back. Like, I wasn't saying it to their faces or anything like that. Just getting the guys. Coward. Yeah, pretty much. Coward. Coward. I don't want to disrespect any women, you know. We're just joking. Not to their faces. Not to their faces. Not to their faces. But one of my buddies married her, married one of these girls. So she was at the wedding. And I felt like such an asshole. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, we were young. I didn't. Yeah. Mean, he didn't care. I mean, he's he hits me up all the time. We talk. I didn't know he was married to her though. He's known. He was there for the video and all that. So I just felt like such a dickhead. You know, I was being overly nice to her. I'm nice anyway, usually. But I was like, I feel so bad for this girl because I was talking shit and she did nothing to me. So I'll call myself a shit show and an asshole at the same time. Jeez. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's no harm, no foul. Right? No. No yeah. harm, no foul. Um, I should show uh, once. No, they didn't make the call yet. My shit show. Oh, I don't even know. I I gotta go fucking hunting this week, and I'm not ready. So. Have you been hunting? Yeah, I went hunting last year. Okay. Pretty fun. Have you killed anything? Uh, not last year. The only reason is because uh, my shotgun. So I have a 12 gauge shotgun. <laughs> We're getting an excuse why Mikey can't shoot. Let's 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 talk about it. Okay? <laughs> so something with the firing went off, and I didn't have my gun. My gun. I couldn't use it, so I had to use a 24 gauge shotgun without scope, and I was set in the worst spot. This year, I'm bringing my gun, my shotgun, with my scope, so it's a 12 gauge with my scope, so I can shoot from more than 25, 50 yards out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I can shoot for like 50, 75 yards out, no problem. So, um, I'll bring home some uh, deer meat. No touchdown. No, no touchdown. Yes, let's go. go. Call reversed. So, I hope they lose for kicking the field goal right there. You, you guys, uh, you guys, big hunters, big hunter guys. 
I do my hunting at Mariano's. I got the best wings. Hated I didn't want to do it, but Kayla's uncle was like, yeah, we got to go hunting. We got to do it. And I was like, all right. It's fun. Being the family, I guess. So fucking did it. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I've, right. I've never gone. I've always wanted to. Swear next time, dude. It was a fun time. I don't know, man. We had a we had a skunk problem in my backyard, and depending on what state you're in, you you can't get rid of skunks. And I did on several occasions, and I feel bad every single time. What do you mean you can't get rid of skunks? You, they're protected. The mayor of like Wayne gets rid of like dogs. <laughs> Well, did oh, uh, yeah. I bring that one up? Is that a touchy subject? Yeah. Oh, get up, Gerald oh, Everett. I need that. Um, yeah, we yeah we don't want to touch on that, but he did. That did happen. That's I read that. Up, bro. I That's know. I did. I did Justice hear about for that, that puppy, dude. Yeah. Shout out. Look up Wayne Google. Google Wayne Mayer. What, what was that dog's name too? Some cute ass name. Yeah. I just shot him on sight and then was hiding in the bushes. Damn punk. I have no desire to go out shooting hunting. Give me a bow and arrow, I'd try that. That would be cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Dude, bow hunting's wild. It's gotta be, yeah, my cousin Jesse, shout out Jesse. We're gonna have him on the show one day. He does bow hunting. He's in Seattle. Cool guy. Um we got a lot of guests coming up, so we can just talk about that really quick. We got um Chelios from the Blackhawks coming on. We have David from Chicago Cut coming on. We have Danny Mack coming on soon, who I can't wait for Danny Mack to come on. Um the collab between Jeff Elliott and Danny Mack. I don't think the Mikey Betts show is going to be ready for that one yet. That's going to be a while. We've got to get hammered. Probably come here and just get fucking stupid and, and record because Danny can't record sober. sober. So we he's the guy I have the Bulls season tickets with, and we just fucking get stupid with, like, bro, just throwing popcorn at people and talking shit, especially Philly fans. we got to do what we got to we'll do. book the back room then. Book this room. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll do that. Um... But yeah, we got a bunch of guests. But for our next guest, do we have anything else we had to cover before we close out? No. Yeah, I think we're just going to close out. For our next guest, uh, it's going to be Ryan Bagley, a.k.a. Badge from the Barfly Tailgate. You guys can check him out right here. We're going to uh, go into it right after this. So uh, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this interview, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah? Peace out, guys. Peace. All right, guys, for our next guest, uh, we have a, a very big Bears fan. His name is Ryan Bagley. You can find him, a.k.a. his name is Badge. You can find him. He is one of the uh, co-hosts for the Barfly Tailgate, which is an awesome podcast uh, for the Bears. Um, and it's just awful if you're a Bears fan. So, yeah. Uh, what's up, Ryan? That's simply doing? put, Mike. Uh, you know, I mean, um, I am a Bears fan, although each passing day makes it harder and harder to continue this, we'll say, 36-year run as a Bears fan. Um, just, you know, I mean, everything, all the breaking news, all the play on the field, the rumors of this, rumors of that, everything just makes it harder and harder to think that this organization – with the people that are in charge right now can turn this around and, and make something of this over the next three to five years, uh, five years, I think is probably closer, um, you know, than, than three years. Um, I, I just don't see, um, any hope for Chicago bears fans in the near future. Yes. Justin Fields is here. I mean, I guess that's some hope. Um, but I, I don't have a lot of it at this point. I mean, how can you say that we don't have any hope? We have 
the 98-year-old owner, Virginia McCaskey, who is just great at what she does. Uh, we have her son, who's a genius. We have Matt Nagy, one of the greatest offensive quarter uh, um, coaches, one of the greatest offensive minds ever um, from the Andy Reid tree, right? And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we have Ryan Pace. Great. I, I don't see what the problem is. What are you talking about? I know, right? I, I, I just, boy, hearing all those things, it's like, wow, how could we be this bad off? I mean, Virginia's still around. She saw what real football was, you know, yeah. 90, 98 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, hearing all those hearing all those things, you, you guys missed it because we started recording a little bit later. Is is why Badge over here has gray hairs on his head, his beard, his oh, pubes, yeah. you I mean, name it, everywhere. Just just all just you know getting beat up by Chicago Bears Elliot. football Elliot. for the last Elliot. thirty years. Elliot. Elliot, that was a private conversation. Nobody wants to know that he dyes his beard. Why would you even talk about it? Look at that thing; it's beautiful. <laughs> there's, there's never been one. Well, I'm not shy hair. about it. it <laughs> I'm not shy about it, man. It's 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 actually, you know what? I actually shouldn't say I dye it. I actually just use this wash that helps reduce the gray. So oh, I, I guess I'm not even really technically covering it. It's just you can't really tell it's gray, I guess. Plus, Mikey, you're young, man. Once you start getting old like us, I mean, you just got to own it. You, there, you, there's no point in hiding anything. You just own it, wear it like a badge of honor, and, you know, just yeah. rock it with confidence. Man, the way that I'm going, the rate that I'm at, I'm just hoping that I have some gray hairs before I have no hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that's true. My hair goes and goes every single day. I already have Elliot talking shit about it, so that sucks. But it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, let's get back to these bears. So yeah, my problem obviously is I, I hate the ownership. I can't stand the general manager. The coach sucks. So it's like, what do I even love about these bears? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love the bears, but I just hate mm-hmm. everything about them. Um. The only good thing I can see right now is just Justin Fields and Roquan Smith. I, I think everybody else is a move, like can be moved and everybody else can go. Um, I, I'm I, with you, man. I mean, we literally talked about it this past Sunday. We, I mean, we yep. went off on a tangent. I mean, the season's not over. And we went off on a tangent of talking about guys that – we could replace and guys that, you know, if, if we were the general managers, what would we do? And I mean, we talked about Khalil Mack and I mean, here's a guy who is probably the cornerstone of the defense apart from Roquan Smith. And, and we're, I I was comfortable saying, well, Hey, if I can get a two and a three and I can take that two and pair it with my other two to get back into the first round and maybe address I don't know the center position. I mean, I know centers normally aren't really first rounders, but hopefully there's somebody there. And I know our guys here from the Bartram network, uh, Danny Shimon and Neil Stopchinski, uh, after the new year, will be starting up draft on tap. So they'll have, uh, you know, a list, you know, huge list, their top, you know, 250, 300 players. So I, I'm, I'm going to be really excited and focused on the draft this year because, you know, obviously there's going to be guys still left on this roster by the time the season comes, the coaching staff has changed and so on and so forth. But now you're going to have to take and find new pieces to work with uh, a new coaching staff. And, you know, guys that are here currently, I mean, Allen Robinson, unfortunately, um, isn't going to get a deal here in Chicago. Um, you know, uh, it saddens me. Um, I, I really appreciate everything Alan has done here, um, you know, with what's transpired. Um, but, you know, guys like him, Akeem Hicks, 
unfortunately, I, I just don't see guys like that staying here because I mean, they're, you know, Allen has the chance now still at what, 26 years old. He's still in the prime of his career as a free agent. Again, he can go anywhere. As long as anybody's got money, he can go wherever he wants. Um, and I think he wants to go to a place that, you know, has a good quarterback for once in his career. I mean, you've seen yeah. all the quarterbacks that he's had and, even Justin Fields, like he just doesn't click with Allen Robinson. All the other shitty quarterbacks click with him. So I wonder if it's just like a positive, negative kind of uh, chemistry right there, where Allen Robinson just needs shitty quarterbacks to survive in the in the in the league. You know, could be. I mean, you look at some, and I hate using statistics because I think you have to look at everything as a whole. But if you look at separation from wide receivers throughout the NFL, and then you look at the Bears roster, as far as separation goes, we're 32nd, dead last in the NFL in separation as a wide receiver group. Now, you're talking about guys that are track stars, Marquise Goodwin, Demir Bird. These guys are burners. And they're not getting separation. So is that what is that? It's not the player. It's it's got to be the route that they're being told to run. You know, yeah, I mean that, that to me is coaching. Your 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 wide receivers coach Mike Fury. I re- I respect the guy, but dude, you're not a good wide receivers coach because your wide receivers aren't getting separation at all. Sorry, I, this stuff gets me I, I heated. I get it, bro. I, that's how I feel. I, I feel exactly that way. But it's just like it's as a collective group of the coaching. It's just I don't understand. And, and they consistently will say, like, no, they just they're just not doing it right. We need the players to do it this way. I remember Matt Nagy came out and was like, "You're supposed to take one, two, one steps, not one, two, two, one step." And I was like, "Bro, like now you just get a little bit too technical. Just your shit's not working." You know, at, at some point you got to look at. Stop pointing fingers and look at the four feet, or is it four pointing back at you or the three pointing back at you, right? One, yeah, you got to look at the three pointing back at you and realize, oh, yes, that guy, yes, right? It's, it's what it's, let me get this right. It's one finger pointing at someone else, three pointing back, right? Three pointing back. I always yep. count the thumb, but I'm a dummy. So, yeah, Matt Nagy, he's just, uh, he's got to go. And all right, so let's say for, for the grace of God that Matt Nagy's gone. Interim head coach comes in, uh, probably Tabor. Chris Tabor will be the yeah. interim head coach. Who's next? Who are we bringing in? I have no no idea who we could bring in right now to solve the Bears' problems. I, I, and, I don't I, – yeah, go ahead. If, and if we make a signing, who's going to make that signing? Is it going to be the next GM? Is it going to be Ryan Pace? Is it going to be, you know – yeah, I, it starts. There's so much, so many fucking problems. Even like, why is Ted Phillips there? We should have somebody else in that position. It, it starts from the top. Who who's going to make these next decisions, and who do you want to see making these decisions? That's what I was going to ask mean, you, Bears fans: is what yeah. what should be Ryan Pace's next move? Well, it's to, so Execution here's the hard part the because. Let's let's talk about the rumors today, first and foremost. I mean, there's a first of all, you had the Nagy chant, fire Nagy chant started at his son's football game. Um, and I mean, highly disrespectful, but I gotta be honest with you, I found it kind of funny. I really did. I mean, I think it's horrible, but I when I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, that's kind of funny. But I mean, it's not not appropriate. Um, you, you know what I thought of? You know what I thought of when I when they were chanting that? And I was like, oh, that's not nice. Like, he's a kid, blah, blah, blah. Right. I literally thought of that Jordan meme where I was like, fuck them kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's my favorite <laughs> <I'm> one. <saying. laughs> yeah. 
fuck that guy. You know what I'm saying? If your dad daddy's playing bad, your dad dad's coaching bad, you're gonna get the brunt of it too. Hopefully, he got to Nagy. He got it. So it, it is a little mean, but it is yeah. what it is. What were we yeah, saying? I, yeah. I mean, I felt, I felt, I felt bad for the kid. Um, you know, the man. I mean, so that happens. Then you know, he come. They come out. This rumor comes out to yesterday or today from a former Pulitzer Prize winner from the Sun Times saying that no matter what happens Thursday, Nagy's gone. So, you know, this is a Pulitzer Prize winner. He's got to have connections somewhere. So he's getting his information from somebody inside that building. Now, the Bears have since come back, come out, said, oh, no, no, no. Well, they didn't say it. Rumor has it. George went and spoke to the coaches and the team saying it's not true. I, at this point, I I don't know what's true and what's not coming out of Hallisall a- anymore. I mean, I feel like I'm back yeah, in the John Fox era. Can you imagine him going down to, uh, guys, I heard right? the news. And it's just <laughs> not true. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is some yeah. goofy shit because he's so corny. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, so, it's just, I mean, the coach, the next coach, I, you know, I mean, I think the first move – um, I do really believe that Ryan Pace will not be fired. I think he will be in, in a loose term promoted. Um, so he will be kind of like the overseer of the next general manager. Um, now there, there is an internal candidate there. Um, and I'm blanking on his name. Um, one of the, the, he's the lead scout for us for the life of me. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Um, but I think he's a really yeah. good shot, you know, to, to step into Pace's role. But then you look at head coach, it's all going to determine on, I think, what the new gen or, or Ryan Pace, if he's still here, let's say, what they expect. I mean, here you've looked in years past, right? John Fox was a defensive guy. Um, you know, Mark Tressman was an offensive guy. Lovey Smith was a defensive guy. If you go back before Lovey Smith, I want to say it was Dick Geron. Um, you know, he kind of was more defense. Wanstead was more a little offensive. De- so I, I, I they need to All find terrible some, coaches outside of Lovey. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I like hey, Lovey. Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. I said outside of Lovey. Lovey's the only oh, good one. Oh, they fired him after yeah, winning yeah. 10 games. I thought yeah, Trestman yeah. was the worst, but then we got this. So, well, dude, that's a legitimate call, man. I, I thought Trestman was the worst. But then, you know what's funny? If you go back and look at numbers, just try, I mean, they put up some points, offense. but they the had no fucking defense. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Oh, yeah, it, because, it's just little pieces that you're missing every year that could, you know, Jay Cutler back in 2011, it, it, it was what, two weeks ago, breaks his thumb when we're sitting there at 7-3, or maybe it was this week, 7-3, and three, and you're like, wow. Like, you looked at our remaining schedule, we had the Packers one more time, and we had already beaten them one. You know, he doesn't get hurt. We, we might go to the Super Bowl that year. And then he gets one, Erlacher gets one, you know, a peanut Tillman, all those guys, Hester. And, you know, now like peanut Tillman now was, is a part was on the hall of fame ballot, but he's not one of the seven finalists, which to me, this guy, they literally have a, a, a peanut punch. You, you hear broadcasters using this throughout the league. And this guy isn't isn't in the last seven to be in the Hall of Fame on a first ballot. Yes, Devin Hester is, and 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 that he one hundred percent should be. But Charles Tillman should be there with him. You know, I, I'm sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent. I'm I'm I keep avoiding your question. But head I think coach, I'm gonna stir. 
I'm going to stir yeah. some pot real quick. This this whole show is about ADD, so we're going to be bouncing off the walls. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get back to everything. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Go back to head coach. Damn it. That was like <laughs> okay, mid, so. Mid-year. Yeah, so if I were looking at head coach, I would want someone that can take what Justin Fields does best and excels with it this is something that our current coaching staff has yet to do you saw it for a few games last year with Mitch Trubisky when they played him to his strengths I want to see somebody that can come in and do that with Justin Fields um I like a guy like Kellen Moore in Dallas um sorry sorry Elliot but I I really you know he you know not that it's him making the plays but as a former quarterback he's got a really good feel for his offense and what he wants to do and he's got a great running back, a decent tight end, and his quarterback is phenomenal. I really believe Justin Fields has that potential. But he's been an offensive coordinator now for two years. He's really fresh out of the game. Um, you know, he I think he was an off- offensive assistant for a year or two prior to that. Um, another guy is Brian Dable out of Buffalo. But then you look at some of the games from Buffalo this year, and the, the offense at times kind of looks like ours does a little bit, where it's non-existent. Now, that could be game planning. I mean, teams are good at that, and, you know, other teams are good at that, I should say. Um, and, you know, maybe that has something to do with it. But those, I think, to me, are the two top names. I'm not one of the bring in a college guy – you know, especially with no NFL experience. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess it, it could work. You look look at Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. Um, you know, that he's somebody that's had. Yeah, yeah. What, what about Doug Peterson? I know I, I've heard some things, read a couple of things about bringing Doug Peterson in. No, I, I do not want anything to do with the Andy Reid tree. Not like <laughs> I've heard Eric Bieniemy that there. No, no, get out. No, uh, I Maggie mean, was enough for right. you. I'll give I'll give a, a little nod and and this guy's been trying to get a head coaching job probably since I've been an adult. Um, Dave Taub, uh, the special teams coordinator in Kansas City. You know, um, he's a guy who I wouldn't mind seeing him get a shot, but I don't know if he's right for this position. You know, you you hear of names if if Pace is replaced, you hear of that Lewis Riddick thing. You know, I like Lewis Riddick, but he did something to that that I. Just, I don't like it all. He he took a bros before hoes mentality. Um, when Nagy came out after the Cleveland game and was bagging on, or I shouldn't say Nagy came out, but everybody was bagging on Justin Fields. Now, this is the first career start this kid makes, and he gets murdered by, you know, Cleveland's defensive line. Nothing was done to help this kid. And Lewis Riddick stands behind Matt Nagy. Lewis, you're a, you're one of the greatest minds in football, bro. Like, how can you stand behind a head coach that puts his quarterback in a situation like that? So right then and there, done on Lewis Riddick. I, I don't want him around my organization because clearly he takes the relationships over the business when it comes to football. And it's all about winning games. I, I don't. I, I don't care who the head coach is. I don't care who the quarterback is. I I root for the jersey, you know, not the player in it, not the coach in it. I want to win Super Bowls as a fan. That's what you follow your teams for is championships. This organization has gotten so mediocre and just cat bringing money in left and right. I've never done this in my life. I will not buy Bears shit. 
at all. Like you look at the wall behind me, that's all old shit. Nothing new. That's all stuff I've had for years and years. And I refuse to spend any more money on this organization until they make winning a priority. I always buy my shit from China. So regardless, I'm not supporting the bears, but well, yeah, that's I, maybe I should do the same. <laughs> I think are the bears, should the bears go with the trend of getting the young guy? Should we do the, the really young guy? To, no, I feel no, like no. we did that with Nagy because he's, yeah. I think Nagy might be my age, maybe a little older. I'm going to be, I think I'm 43. Dude, I don't know. I, for me, it's just like, just pick the right coach. Don't pick the what's trending. That's what they always fall into. They did that in 2013. They fell in love with, oh, we need offense. We need offense. Yeah, sure. You need offense. But don't forget about defense. And they forgot about defense. Hire yep. Trustman. Then what do they do? I mean, they got John Fox. He was like the safe pick. Uh, when we have a new GM, they, they hired an experienced guy, experienced guy. And then what do they do? They followed the trend again. They hired the young guy, offensive mind. What are they going to do? They're going to follow the trend and go with the young guy. I hope they don't because they, they need to realize, like, you need to pick the right – you're picking brains. You're not picking, like, right. you know, oh, young, uh, handsome, beautiful. Like, no, just fucking pick the guy that's going to win you the Super Bowl. Pick the guy that's going to win you the games. Bill Belichick's not a young guy. I hope you guys know that. Sean McVay's yep. a young guy. I don't I haven't seen him win a ring yet. Uh, a lot of these young coaches that are just geniuses haven't really won anything yet. Um, those are just my thoughts on that. All the all the guys that won a Super Bowl are pretty, pretty old. Well, and think about this, too. It speaks to the caliber of player on your roster as well. You know, some of those players or position places that have won, look at you know the players that are there that you know, have that winning mentality. I mean, this is the first quarterback that we've had, I think, since really Jim McMahon that had, well, and Jim McMahon didn't have the talent level that Justin Fields has, but as far as winning and winning big games, I mean, this is probably, Justin Fields is probably the first quarterback in franchise history that had the college career that anybody else did. I mean, you can think back maybe like, um, why am I, Cade McNown? McNown? I don't think his college career was anywhere near what Justin Fields was. Rex Grossman could throw the ball deep. That was pretty much about it. Anything else, forget about it. He had to make a read. We don't talk about him here. We don't talk about Rex. <laughs> Sexy Rex. That show. We got to cut, cut that out. Actually, edit that out. We don't talk about Rex Trust. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that was a tough, tough time. I spent, my daughter was about three years old, maybe in 06. Yeah, three, maybe four. And I had her so into the Bears. And she, you know, she'd go to the grocery store with my wife and see somebody wearing yellow and green. And she would just blurt out, Packers suck, you know, and like, <laughs> My, you know, she it's it was great, but they haven't won. So she's like, I don't I don't care, you know, like I and I get it. And I'm starting to feel that way. You know, I never thought my team could drag down my mental health. But when you're talking about a team year over year, I mean, you think 2018 was only three years ago, four years ago now. Right. And you, mm-hmm. that was the last time that, well, bears 100 the following year. I mean, cause everybody at bears 100 thought we were winning the super bowl based on the 2018 season bears. 100 was probably the, I mean, everybody, that's all everybody was talking about the panelists, you know, former players, man, these guys are primed. They're ready. They've got it. All the pieces are here. And yeah, every year we shit down our leg. 
you know, and it's not like something major happened in 19. Like there was a huge injury that, you know, oh my gosh, this guy was hurt. This guy was hurt. We really haven't dealt with that, you know? And so you have to sit back and look at it and you look at the schemes, the teams are running, the players that are on the field. I'm going to be honest, guys, this past week watching this game, it didn't look to me like anybody gave a shit. <laughs> that was one of the most boring football games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's why to answer my question I posed earlier, what should be Ryan Pace's next move? Yeah. I think he needs to fire himself. <laughs> Things need to change because yeah. yeah. when you look at the Bears, you know, like who should they take next year in the first round? Well, if they get a first round pick, because right now they don't have one. Yeah, they don't have one. Who should they take so, the next year in the first round? Yeah. I mean, he the, the moves that he's made, you know, from an outsider, again, you know, I know we're talking Bears. I live in Chicago. I'm not a Bears fan. But when I just look at the moves that he's made, he's essentially mortgaged the franchise to try to win right now with a roster that's not built to win right now. That's yep. not built to win right now. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Which he's so fucking stupid. And that's why I hope he gets fired. And I hope by the time this podcast comes out, he gets fired. And I hope the Bears win because that, that would be fucking great. The first coach <laughs> ever to be fired after a nice win. Yep. You like just imagine like they're they're going to celebrate Club Dub. You know what I'm saying, like uh, dude. Oh no, 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 no. If that fucking shit even happens, if they oh, beat yeah, the they Lions, can't. they can't. They cannot dude, have a club. Come club. on, they've had it. Come they've on. had it with a negative record before. I remember, and uh, I think it was last year. They were like, yeah, I forget what the record was, but they were it was a losing record, and they had Club Dub. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yep. I'll never forget. Shout out Yurko from uh, the Carmen Yurko show. I'll never forget when he was like in the be- in, in the beginning in 2018 when everyone was like, oh, this is so cool. Club Dub's awesome. He goes, yeah, that cute that cute stuff's going to run out when you start losing. He's like, it's it's cute when you win. It's awesome when you win. The the trick plays and the, the pony plays are, are cute when you win. But when you start losing, they look awful. And, and I mean, I've never like seen something more true come to light. With the Bears, it's just terrible. It's awful. Oh, it's got so awful. So got we were awful. talking about it a little bit before the show. Um, you and Elliot were talking about what got you into being a Bears fan. Uh, what yeah. got you into being a Bears fan? Let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, I, I, you know, I've told this story probably on our show. I've told it on other shows too. So we had family uh, that that lived in Illinois. They had moved out there probably before I was born, um, and they worked at a, a clothing store like similar to J.C. Penny. For the life of me, I'm sure if somebody knew what it was, I'm sure I'd be like, "Oh my god, that was it!" Venture. But my great uncle, wait, what'd you say? It's adventure. Oh no, nah, no, nah, that's not it. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my parents. I know they, I know my parents would know, but what my great uncle was like in a, you know, an executive or whatever, he went to a bears practice and met Mike Singletary and Mike Singletary gave him his practice Jersey, which back then was basically like a game Jersey. So he wasn't a sports fan. He went kind of to, you know, do what the company told him. Knew my dad was a sports fan, so he sent him the Singletary jersey. My dad was a Giants fan, so he was like, yeah, here you go. And I was like, well, who, you know, who is this guy? And he's like, oh, he plays for the Bears. He's like, I don't know. Let's We'll see if, you know, the next time they're on, who it is. 
So we find out who he is. It's Mike Singletary. Well, then you see Walter Payton. Then, you know, shortly thereafter, the fridge is drafted in the 85 season. Then you got Hampton, McMichael, Dewerson. The defensive side of the ball is loaded. You got Galt, you know, Payton, Suey, the offensive line with, with all the guys up front, Van Horn. And I mean, how can you, as a kid, you know, how could you not get hooked, you know, to, to something like that? And I mean, I had that jersey for, gosh, 10 years, and then I stupidly wore it to a practice in high school, and I got tackled and it ripped right off of me. So, yeah, not, not, no, you know, I was stupid. I had no yeah. idea, you know, um, and I, I was hooked ever since. I mean, I'm, I'm also a Bulls fan. And, you know, now that is obviously Michael Jordan. Um, I mean, I was more into basketball as a younger kid than I was football. I, I always followed the Bears and rooted for the Bears, but uh, basketball was always my major sport. So um, I got to see Michael Jordan play at the Carrier Dome a couple times, once as a Tar Heel um, in his, I think it was his junior season, was it was his last year before he went pro, um, yeah. which was really cool. Um, and then I got to see him again, like – gosh, 90 something. They came to the carrier dome in an, an exhibition game. Um, and then I got to see him play at old Chicago stadium uh, against the Miami heat, um, which, you know, was one of the most amazing moments of my life as a, you know, I was probably 12 years old, 13 years old at the time. And I mean, they, you know, back then they, their starting five was Pippen, Jordan, Horace Grant, Bill Carter, and John Paxson. Um, then you had guys like Craig Hodges coming off the bench. Um, Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, that team like just hooked me. So here I am sitting there my first ever, you know, bulls game, the bulls are dominating. Jordan's lighting it up. They bring a guy out of the crowd to shoot a three quarter court shot with a chance to win a million dollars. Now Chicago stadium is electric because the bulls are just dominating. Yeah. And the heat had taken a timeout. They bring this guy out. Everybody's on their feet cheering for this guy. Nobody knows who this guy is, except for probably the people he's with. He fucking chucks his ball, three-quarter court, nails it. And no. the freaking the roof popped off of the place. Won a million dollars. He goes nuts. All the Bulls players, they're hit, they're in a timeout. Run out onto the floor. He's hugging all the freaking Bulls players. Like, I mean, this. So Jordan ended up with like almost 40 points, like eight boards, six assists. He had a block on Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice like was trying to post him up, tried his fadeaway. Jordan freaking threw it like four rows into the crowd. And I, I mean, it. oh, I'm sorry to go off on a Bulls tangent, but. No, yeah, we love I mean, the Bulls here. Big Bulls podcast, dude. The Bulls are the best. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it's years too. Right? There's yeah. a reason that our mental health is kind of balanced right now, right? Dude. Because we have the Bears. If the Bears, if it was only the Bears, I would not be here. There'd be no Mikey Betts show. There'd be just like, here lies Mikey Betts. Thanks a lot, Bears. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Thank God for the Bulls. Thank God the Bulls are here because uh, the Bulls are back. It was a depressing few years, uh, but we're fucking back and I'm excited. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a long time coming, man. It, it it really has. I mean, you know, I want, I knew once they got freaking guard packs out of there that things would be different, but I didn't think it would happen this quick. You yes. know, I still think they've got, they need to add another big now, obviously not somebody that's going to take the place of Vooch, but somebody who can spell Vooch when he needs a breather, because I think if one thing I, I offer this road trip, um, you know, that to me was one thing that stood out. And then, you know, Monday, you know, Monday's game, losing to the Pacers by 40. 
I mean, these guys are coming off a West Coast road backs. trip. A tough yeah. game against the Knicks, who that's the rivalry I miss more than anything is Bulls-Knicks. Then they come out Monday yeah. at home. You know, they know they're going on the road again for two more. I, I just think, you know, not to give them excuses, but I just think they were a little gassed. They'll, you know, they, they've been playing Every a lot of basketball. Team. Yeah, Every good team is going to have one of those games. One of those just upchucks, just the chemistry is not right, especially being on a, being on a game or be like – Coming back from a road trip, I thought the game where they were going to clash was that Knicks game. Thank God it wasn't, but they, so Me they too. collapsed, right? So it, it is what it is, right? It just is what it is. They've got an off day. They probably got to relax. That was the first day they didn't spend time together. But before we let you go, I want to ask you, what do you think the Lions, the prediction will be? Um, actually, yeah, what do you think the prediction will be? for this game because we're recording it Monday. And if you're wrong, then you're going to look like a loser, but if you're right, you're going to look like a genius. So, well, you know, I am I'm on, you know, I don't like to root for my team to lose, but because I've been in this situation so much as an adult with this fucking bunch of idiots running things, yeah, uh, I'm I fully expect the Lions to come out and smoke because I don't think I didn't think we were prepared last week and coming off a bye. I mean, you know, the Bears have lost their last now nine by uh, nine week, nine games after a bye. Um, I, I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I haven't, you know, no, I didn't expect to win last week. Um I think this week with everything that's transpired, I really don't think anybody is going to be prepared. Um, I, you know, I don't really give a shit about Andy Dalton starting good for him. Um, you know, maybe he plays well and, you know, can show a team, another team dumb and as dumb as the bears to, to sign him up. Um, not that he's a bad quarterback, but he's not going to go out and win you games now against a team like the lions. He probably can do that. Um, but honestly, man, I, I'm taking the Lions. Um, and I'm going to take the Lions. You know, last week on our show, we had a lot of guys thinking the Bears were going to score, you know, 30 points. Well, I think the Bears have only scored 30 points once this season. And I think there was one defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown in there when that happened. Um, so I am going to say Lions in a barn burner. <laughs> 20 bears 17 jeez tim, tim boyle's gonna outduel andy dalton i mean anything is possible in the nfl i mean you saw <laughs> you've seen it over the last couple of weeks there's been some games where you're like wait a minute they lost to who this is who? a fucking london game this is a game that's we played in london Fuck that. I don't even want to watch this. But you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to watch it because I'm a Bears fan. It's Thanksgiving. And uh that's just the tradition. We I always give my hope. I'm gonna I'm gonna like have that Bears thought in my head when as soon as the game starts, like, oh, we got this. What, yeah. what are we talking about? We're ba-. and then as soon as I see the first drive and Nagy runs it on the first on the first uh first down, second down pass uh another run, and then the third down pass, and then it's a third and out. And, uh, come back. To yeah, you, uh, I mean that's you know what I mean. I fully expect, literally, v- verbatim, word for word. I, you know, it, it's either they'll come out, run, run, pass, and it'll be third and long, or you know they're playing in Ford Field, which 
it's loud. Um, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So there's probably, I mean, I, I don't know that the lions ever sell out. Um, I don't think they will tomorrow either probably, but I'm sure there will be a lot more people there due to the holiday than there normally would be. I expect a lot of bears fans because you know, the bears fans do travel well. Um, and you know, you're paying for your ticket to watch them to some other organization. And I'm totally for that. Um, I, doubt, I would love I to doubt. see, Soldier Field, like, yeah, like, like last year during COVID, completely empty, you know. Um, but you, you won't see that. Pe- people, you know, are, are, I mean, I like to say I'm a diehard, but at some point, something's got to give, you know. And we talked about it, you know, the whole time I've been on. And, you know, yes, I, I, I just think this team needs to be rid of. Matt Nagy. Unfortunately, I, I think there's other members of the coaching staff that need to go too, but they won't go until after the season's over. You know, another another wasted year. Uh, you know, in Chicago football, unfortunately. That's that's what it feels like. It feels like we're in the Groundhog Day, and it's just always, 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 always another promise promising year, and then it's just down the gutter, down the gutter, down the gutter. That's how it's always going to be. Yep. Elliot, what were we going to say? You like you were going to say something. I would say, Badge, we got an extra ticket, 100 level for Bears Cardinals at Soldier Field if you want to go. No, I'm good, dude. All right. That yeah, puts you no. to the test right there. No, none of us yeah. have tickets. No, I'm, 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 I mean, if I'm not paying for it, I'm all in. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't really turn, you know, you shouldn't turn down free stuff. But if I had to buy a 100 level ticket, first of all, I've been to two, two Bears games at Soldier Field. The first one, I my wife won tickets, right? The second one, I my brought my daughter um, in 2017 for the Bears home opener, and I had the pleasure of watching the great Mike Glennon um, lead, almost lead the Bears to a victory over the uh, Super Bowl runner-ups in the Atlanta Falcons, but we all know how that transpired and... You know, yeah. Never thought I'd see a butt fumble again after Mark Sanchez. Yet, Mike Glennon was able to do it. That pencil neck fuck. <laughs> All right, I guess we're gonna end it off on Mike Glennon uh, remembrance. Badge, it was a pleasure as always. Thank you for coming on for the first time coming on, but uh, we've been shooting the shit back and forth for a while now. Uh, can't wait to have you back. It's been a pleasure, and hopefully the Bears get a win, even though we are more realistic this week than. Uh, fans, I guess you'd say. We're realistic right. fans, Elliot. Yeah, as a I appreciate fan. it, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, you know, always happy to jump on. And I mean, I I talk all sports. Um, I just know more some more than others, but um, you know, always happy to hop on and 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 shoot the crap, especially talking ball. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Next time we'll have you on, we'll talk goals. All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, right, fellas. Man. Good stuff. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care, man. Happy Thanksgiving, guys.
Yes, 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 yes.